it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me tonight, as always, on the Twitter, the other third of this operation, Scott. Scott, how are we doing? I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> this, oh my god, these past two nights watching NXT has just been... Amazing television. We keep saying it every single time. How can NXT top, you know, this pay-per-view? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've done it again. (laughs) Yes, they have. Uh, Scott and I, we are off fresh off of night two of TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Scott and I are going to go over both nights. If you haven't already done so, guys, it's WrestleMania week. Scott and I. We have plenty of content for you guys to listen to. If you haven't done so, please check out the Raw review from Tuesday. Talk about Raw. You can listen to my AEW episode from yesterday, uh, covering the you know this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. And Scott, we next show after this is a big one. It's our go home show for Mania. Crazy, yeah. We got the SmackDown study that's like kind of sneaking in there. Then we get the go home show with our picks for Mania, and then we have night one of WrestleMania, the night two of WrestleMania, and then the Raw review, and then we get a day off, and then we're right back at it again. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, so let's hop right in. Let's hop right into it, Scott. We're gonna start off kicking the show off this evening with. Um, night one of Stand and Deliver. Um, I see that there were two pre-shows, both of which I was not able to watch. But Scott, let's let's uh, let's start off with the uh, night one one. It looks like something I missed. I should go back to watch. Yeah, I actually missed it as well. Um, I didn't even know it was a match until the show started. I was like, oh shit, I missed it. But Zoe Stark picking up a big victory over Tony Storm. So, yeah, I, I will definitely go back and try to find that match because, um, yes. And she beat Tony in under 10 minutes. Uh, what? <laughs> That's insane. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's her 
it's maybe she already getting her rise to the top, but slowly and almost like a Daniel Bryan esque. I feel I feel Daniel. I Bryan. know, I know you do. <laughs> um, and I hope that is the route they go. Um, but kicking off that night, we had probably a technician spectacular between Pete Dunn taking on Kushida. With actually, before we even start, Scott. Um, let's pull out the lists because you know what? I'd even ask you these two nights where we, yes. where we stand. Yes, I actually I, I did the numbers for night one, and I just finished night two before we started the call. So for night one, you actually won three to two, and I was two and three. Night two, you were two and three, and I was four and one. The only loss was the Gargano match. I thought I pulled off the clean sweep, but I checked it and I was like, wait, no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but yeah. overall, I won six and four. You were five and five. Yes. Well, there's only one way we can really solve this issue. War <laughs> games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. So speaking of which, this this match was again like just straight up technical. In in just just this was a wrestler's match. Mm. You know, it just it was so it was fun. There's a lot of technician work going on. Um, but again, you're looking at top guys. Yeah you know opening up the show and there's not a bad again the, again there's no bad match and this was a great way to kick off the night yeah i agree um just it's so nice just to see these two just go at it and just it brought me back to like old wcw with like eddie guerrero and Dean Malenko just trading holds and, of course, Pete doing his thing with, you know, breaking fingers. <laughs> Kushida trying to mimic it as well. And it was just, yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch. I I hope this is not the end of this, this feud. I hope that they continue on for at least a little while longer. Yes, especially since he... Yeah... Both of these two, very under. I, I would, if there were, if there's two talent out there, and yes, I will include him. Two talent, I think, who are underutilized. It is both of them. Um, granted, Pete Dunne did have an awesome run with the UK title, which was ended by a slap chop champion. Slap um, <laughs> chop. That's perfect analogy. <laughs> um. But also Kushida, who is not a nobody. Again, you know, for those of you who don't watch New Japan, he's like a seven-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, and it shows in his work. Mm. Following that, we had the incredible, uh, incredible Gauntlet match, which the Gauntlet Eliminator match. So interestingly enough, about this one, I get confused because they interchange Gauntlet a little bit. 
when I'm thinking gauntlet, and maybe you think the same way, where yeah. it's like, okay, two people start, somebody gets pinned, next person comes in. Right. Um, this almost felt like a uh, like like a rumble match. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it is an eliminator match. They just kind of sprinkled in gauntlet, but it, it but it in the in the same sense, it kind of is like a gauntlet match because. You know, the first two started off, you know, you had uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff starting it off. And then Bronson Reed, the eventual winner, comes out third. Then you had Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and L.A. Knight. And, you know, all spaced out in like three-minute intervals. And so, I mean, it worked well. I like that. Nobody got eliminated, I think, until Dexter came out. I think Leon was the first one eliminated, but it they were in there for a while, and it was good. It was it was the longest match of the night, as it should have been, and they they really showed out, and I was I was very happy. Bronson was my second pick. We both picked Loomis, who got eliminated in a spectacular way by Elliot Knight, um, which I really couldn't even be mad at. But, you know, Bronson, definitely, it was his time. And once we get to night two, I mean, the man showed out again. So big things are, in, you know, in store for the colossal one. The resident thick boy. Um, I was actually shocked when I saw the way they eliminated Dexter. But I think you and I had had this talk afterwards. Mm. where I don't think Dexter needs a belt to be good. No, he's one of those characters that just, he already has a presence about him. Like you say, like you mentioned, he doesn't really need a belt to be, you know, noticed. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah, I am interested. The great thing about this too is like this, you know, gauntlet matches or rumbles, here we go. Like we <laughs> The yawn. Uh, what what I do like about Gauntlet Match or even like the Royal Rumble is that they almost start new storylines, start new feuds. Mm. Yes, yes. Especially especially WrestleMania weekend. It's true. Yeah, you gotta uh, you gotta do something going into you know the Raw and SmackDown after Mania. You gotta start off some new stuff and. Perfect time to do it is during Mania Weekend. Agreed. Um, following that, and unfortunately, I missed this one. I got to go back and watch this, Scott. Sam was big sleepy boy. So yeah, you... big sleepy boy. Walter <laughs> taking on Tommaso Ciampa for the UK uh, title. Uh, Sam, bring a pillow to hold against your chest while you watch this match. I'm telling you. Oh, and we got we got shades of 2018 Champa. So yeah, um, this match, I, I'll I'll say it, that was the match of the night. As much as I actually really did love the women's title match, uh, which was the main event of the show, Walter and Tommaso Ciampa, I think, stole the show during night one. So yeah, when you get a chance to watch it, I, I fully expect my phone to start blowing up at some point tomorrow <laughs> after you get a chance to watch this match. But yeah, it was it was twenty minutes of just brutality, and I loved it, every second of it. 
good. I'm, I I figured Walter would make the impact that he did. Yes. Um, he, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. If they actually unleash him and let him do what he should be doing. Yeah. I mean, he's held on to, I think I tweeted it last night. He's held on to the title for two years and two days. It's the longest reigning champion since the 1980s. Wow. Yeah. And I think the last person that held the title that long, I think was probably Hogan. So it's been a while. <laughs> so we're ta- yeah, we're, we're talking older than me, probably. And, you know, I'm ancient compared to you. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and if I remember correctly, Walter actually faced off against uh, Rampage Brown today on NXT UK Prelude. So he fights one person one day. And then I'm assuming Prelude is either pre-taped or they showed it here. I don't know. I, it was on when I was at work, so I couldn't watch it. But, I mean, it's just insanity. Um, I don't know who could beat Walter, honestly. I don't know. Like, this man could hold this title for, for years <laughs> until somebody comes around to beat him. I don't know. Yeah, no, now you got me, now you got me wondering, how is this article? Uh, that's from October. UK champion. Well, while Sam Yo. continues to look. No, it was just minor. I was just trying to look at the, I was going to compare the, the, the information that you looked up. Um, anyways. Next up, we had that, uh, not going to lie. This one, I did not see this coming. I didn't either. Um, but in a way, I'm happy for them, and in a way, I'm sad for another group. Um, MSK winning the vacated NXT Tag Championship match in, a, in another outstanding tag team match that NXT puts on. Um, every team had their moment to shine. And I thought multiple times that Grizzled Young Veterans were going to take it. There was even some spots where I thought, oh, God, Legato's going to win this. This will be great for, you know, uh, for Santos for, for for night two. And But no, MSK gets the win. They pinned Grizzled Young Veterans, which I kind of feel horrible for them because they've been so close. Like two years in a row with Dusty with the Dusty Rhodes Classic, and now with the title match, it's like what's next for them, type of thing. And but it's a whole new division uh, now with MSK at the helm. So I am excited. Yeah, no, they 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 came in. Like a fucking bullet out of a gun. Right? And they're normally, dominating. Yeah, normally new teams, they have to pay their dues, but no, MSK's like, no, nah, it's okay. We're, we're going to win the title. Thanks. Can't be mad. Cannot be mad. Nope, not at all. Following that. 
yeah, we had um our second title change of the night. Raquel Gonzalez taking on Io Shirai. Insane. This match was also incredible. I'm I'm have you been I'm sure like if you've been on Twitter at all today, you've seen the gif of EO jumping off of ridiculous things because she's EO. It's, actually, I think I sent you a few because we were having making jokes about, you know, Kevin Owens going to jump off the pirate ship that WWE built for WrestleMania when there's already a pirate ship in the stadium. So you know that they're either going to fire the cannons at each other or KO's going to jump off of both of them at some point. So... Yeah, you're going to hear me screaming and yelling from Vermont, Sam, telling you right now, if he ends up doing what I hope he does. So I can already hear you screaming. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, oh my God! But yeah, um, massive victory for Raquel Gonzalez. Well-deserved. She's been one of the most fun homegrown talent that I've seen in a while. Like, she's still super, like, reserved. She's got that, she's got that, that China quality. She just kind of stands there, but you know she'll rip your face off if you look at her the wrong way. Attractive. And, <laughs> especially because she's Amazonian height for you, Sam. So, I mean, oh, she's, yeah. she is six feet tall. There was 10-inch difference between... Raquel Gonzalez and Io Shirai. I remember I texted that to you, and I'm just like, dear God, that's ridiculous. But it's just, the match was outstanding. Easily the second best match of the night. Um, it was only in a, a few ticks under 13 minutes, but it seemed like a longer match. That's just how good it was. Um, so I know, like, when you get a chance to watch those last three matches... I'm interested to see what your what your full thoughts are on them. Um, but my lord, um, night one kicked off, ran through everybody, and was like, how can night two top this? And then night two happened, and we're like, oh, that's how. <laughs> so that was going to ask answer my next question, because, you know, I didn't finish NXT TakeOver night one. Um Scott, were they able to, within 24 hours, beat the best takeover that they put on? Yes. How? I don't know. I don't know. We ask this question every single time, Sam, and they find a way to do it. Oh, man. Let's talk about this. So, first and foremost, we do have new number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Champions, Killing Dane and Drake Maverick, after beating Breezango. Which, again, it's cool to see Breezango in action, but I'm kind of getting sick of him as enhancement talent. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good match. Um, I actually was able to watch this. I had remembered because I made the mistake of not being able to watch a pre-show on Wednesday. I was like, wait, maybe we'll have it somewhere on Thursday. I was able to actually watch it on my laptop before i realized oh wait i wonder if peacock was actually holding on to it and it did it was showing it so i switched and watched it there i also noticed there's a good two minute delay between the live show that was on my laptop and the actual show that peacock was showing so i hope they're able to tighten that up because that's ridiculous 
that there's that long of a delay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, they need to do something. Um, but I'm I, I'm interested to see what happens here between Killian Dane and and Drake Maverick taking on when they eventually take on MSK. Because, you know, obviously if you look at Killian Dane, he could eat both of MSK <laughs> by himself. So I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. Um, I will say they kind of modified um, their theme, uh, Killing Dane and Drake Mavericks, but your favorite part is still in it. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll see what happens. That'll probably be on a episode upcoming for NXT, uh, which is now moving to Tuesday. They said that every like five minutes, just in case you didn't know, after them saying it a whole bunch of times during NXT night <laughs> night one. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I'm assuming with the new show on Tuesday, they're going to have some surprises and have some high quality matches. So I'm assuming maybe that maybe on Tuesday. We'll see. We will. So first and foremost, we kicked off this incredible night with the cruiserweight ladder match. <sighs> wow, so many, so many yawns. calls, <laughs> so many yeah. yawns, so many yawns. Some of these hits, Jordan Devlin's moonsault off the top of the ladder. Oh, it was so clean. Yeah. Mm. It just, just hand. Let me tell you the amount of people that got fucking nailed. Mm. I hurt. Right. You know, God. I, I, there was a moment there where we had. Jeez, I'm trying to remember now. Um, Jordan Devlin was like, he was down and out. I think that's after the rest of. Uh, you know, when the tag team came out? And just oh, yeah. When Legato came out. And, and you're like, fuck, he's going to win it now. And then all yep. of a sudden, you see, all, you know, as he's on t- towards the top of the ladder, you see a ladder come flying out from the side of the ring yeah! and hit Santos. So you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was pretty insane. And that last bit, let me tell you, the other thing about tonight, not only did we see a lot of people get hit hard, there were definitely times this night where I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. That last fall where the ladder broke and Devlin landed on it. Yeah, that looks brutal. That looked like he he died. Like the way <laughs> his head just like lopped over. And I'm like. Right. And he's bleeding from his shoulder. And like the ladder, like the, the black paint chipped off. So it was red. And I saw somebody on Twitter was like, I thought his brain matter was coming out of his head. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can kind of see that. Then all right. Yeah, it was brutal. That was a, that was a great bump. And um, Santos, now your undisputed cruiserweight t- uh, champion comes out, has. His young son with him, and the rest of the God of the Fantasma. It's just, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice moment. Part of me though expected somebody to come out and attack him. I don't know why. I just had that vibe. 
but it's you know what? Not I, to be. I thought a lot of that too, and I thought I was surprised we had no surprises. That's a surprise within itself. No returns, no nothing. Yeah, just some straight up ridiculous wrestling as always. But then again, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll we'll get there when I you know. Well, we'll circle back around. Yeah. Um. Following that, another brutal match for the women's tag team championships. Ember Moon, Shanti Blackheart defended and defeated the way. Another uh, another episode of how can Shotzi almost get herself killed in a wrestling match? Let's yeah, let's talk about that bit. Especially the thing that sold it was they had the camera on Ember the whole time while she was in the ring. Yep, because she smack you hear the smack, and then the camera's not looking down at them. And I'm like, nope, yeah, because you never know. Um, when they did show the replay, I noticed that. Because Shotzi just completely went through both of them. Like, and I don't think Indy nor Candace had the time to to react fast enough because Shotzi was like literally like a bullet, like you said, coming out of a gun uh, in another uh, earlier in the show. And I noticed, though, when Shotzi went through them, she curled at the last minute. Like, literally, the last minute, and her back hits the barricade instead of her face. And I'm just like, dear God, <laughs> stop doing this shit, because you're going to kill yourself. It's just, yeah, it was a little unnecessary. Um, but but still, yeah. of course, but my God. <laughs> Girl needs to calm it down just just a smidge, just a smidge. Bring it down to eleven. <laughs> yeah, this was one of those matches where, looking at it, there were so many situations where it could have gone either way. Yes, Indy looked fantastic, um, both literally and figuratively during the match. So it's just it's nice to see her continue to grow, especially being under the guidance of Candice LeRae, and just. I love their outfits once again, going all like Marvel esque, superhero esque. Um, and then Johnny did it the, the, the next match. Um, it's just, I, I love that they, they're entertaining as they, you know, they're, they're entertaining themselves while they're doing this stuff too. Yes, no, I agree. I agree. Um, Candace and Johnny, they just they just know how to deliver on both the entertainment front and the fashion front in this uh, sense. Um, but also, like I said, Scott, during during the match, WWE, give the fans what we want. We want index. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. We want index. I, I love... I love Beth. <clears throat> Beth Phoenix for that. It was so good. <laughs> comical. Comical. So yeah, following that, we had the NXT North American Championship match. Johnny Gargano taking on Bronson Reed. And you and I, we kind of, by default, lost this one. Yes. Um, I, I might have made an argument to state that we both picked the winner of the gauntlet match to win. So we might have 
possibly gotten away with it, but but yes, we both picked Dexter both matches, um, but it didn't matter because Johnny Takeover showed up and found a way to beat the thick boy. Um, I really thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, Bronson looked like a superstar. Like, it just... I don't know if it's a combination of Johnny making him look good. Like, when Johnny tried to do that slingshot spear and literally bounced off the man, I could not contain my giggles. I, oh my God, was just, I was howling. I'm like, that is outstanding. It just, like, the little things, like Johnny's facial expressions. He's just, he's so good at telling a story and finding a way to win when he had no business winning this match at all. Bronson should have eaten him alive. But it's Johnny Gargano. He found a way to do it. Yeah, no, I... Bronson, Bronson looks good. At first, I'll tell you right now, he looked... The way he was wrestling at the beginning of that match, and maybe this was me, I didn't feel like he was wrestling as a potential future North American champion, but I fe- I felt like I was watching an NXT. Like he he was fighting like he was like a fighting like a heavyweight champion. Like he was he was the he was a hoss. Oh, okay, you know, all right. Yeah, you know, that's, no, that's the yeah, vibe I... I got at first. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I I can definitely agree with you. I didn't know where you were going with that at first. I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, okay, you go in that next step up. Yeah. Um, I, it would surprise me that Bronson Reed doesn't hold the heavyweight championship within the next two years. Yeah, no, he's I'd, be, he, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't have that title by then. Especially being as big as somebody as he was jumping off the top of the rope, the top it, like that. It gave me such a Bam Bam Bigelow vibes. I loved it. And even Beth said it during the match, too, and... Um, actually, before the show started, I was watching. I, I fell into a YouTube rabbit hole, and they were talking about, um, you know, different like tributes that people were were doing for wrestlers that had passed. And they talked about Bronson Reed doing his for Bam Bam Bigelow, and um, I don't know what it is, but I really, I really do connect with Bronson. Obviously, being a thick boy myself, it makes sense that I would. But he's, I don't know. I just, I really, truly enjoy watching him wrestle. I, he's quickly moving up the charts um, for me as, like, favorite NXT, current NXT wrestlers. Uh, yeah, no, he's... He's definitely on his way up. And if things are going where we think they're going, you know, there might be some space on the uh, upper card for him So, Yep. He's definitely already in the mid-card conversation. But, yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know if he needs to win the NA title, but, he, yeah, he can definitely see himself. I can definitely see him moving up the, moving up the charts quickly. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Um, following that, we have the NXT Championship match. Karrion Cross taking on Finn Balor. Let me tell you, oh. Finn Balor, this is me. 
Some people might might disagree with me, and that's fine because they're wrong. But <laughs> what I'm liking what's been going on with Karrion Cross. So when he started, and again, I didn't watch him when he was in Impact or on the Indies. But when he started, he was just a slaughter machine. Mm. If you were in his way, you were dead. That was yep. that. Yep. But he's become so much more than that now. Yep. He's he's his character has grown. You know, he first of all, he puts on great promos. Yes. He he looked good like they mentioned, oh yeah, you know, all of his uh, mixed martial arts backgrounds and it makes sense and he mm-hmm. showed that in this match. Yep. You know, my concern when he started, like, he was cool that he got signed. But I'm like, oh, fuck, we're just going to have another, like, big monster who's just not going to talk and just kick people. I I was thinking we're going to have another Brock Lesnar. But that changed really quickly. Um, And he looked fantastic. But Mm. so did the former champion. I know. I I love the fact that when... Gary Cross would just like beat the ever living crap out of him. Finn would just smile or laugh. And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I know you're trying to get him to, you know, react emotionally because, you know, Finn's been saying that's his downfall. And well, it was somebody's downfall. Well, I'm wondering if it was like one of those EC3 moose things or Sammy Callahan things. Where they lo- like they pushed him to the edge, and yeah. that's kind of what they wanted to see. Yeah, I can uh, I can definitely see that. <clears throat> but yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed this match until my peacock decided that it wanted to stop working, and I had to reset it, and I missed the ending. Thank God for replays. <laughs> I was not happy about that at all. Like Karen was in the corner ready to. to- to you know, drop that death by elbow, and I just got this per- the yellow spitty of death. I was like, no. So the crazy thing is, and good thing I had it on my PlayStation. But when I watch Sling TV for AEW, every time I'm watching AEW and I'm live tweeting, the app decides to shut off, reset, and update. Oh, of course. So. Oh, I love these apps. Aren't they the best? Why did we leave cable again? Oh, wait. Let me look at my wallet. Yeah. So, <laughs> But we digress. <laughs> we do digress. So we have... I'm going to say it, and we said it before, and I'm going to say it again. And after seeing what had happened... By the way, not to like... Ignore the fact, but we uh, if you didn't if you didn't guess if you, you know obviously of those of you who have watched we do have a new NXT champion, and that was great. Everything so far with this show was great. Yep. But I really need to make my point. First and foremost, I said on the pre-show last week, the Go Home Show, that this promo. Maybe the best promo I'd ever seen in WWE. Yep. After watching it twice, A, during the pre-show, before the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and during the pay-per-view, just before the match, I stand by that statement. That is the yep. best promo WWE has ever done. 
I completely agree. Um, yeah, I, I, I used to hold the Rock Stone Cold WrestleMania 17 um, promo video as the standard. I now move that to number two. This Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly promo. And I talked to you about this before. I said the match needs to hold up so that this promo can stand the test of time. This match was 40 minutes of carnage, and I'm so happy that it was because it was everything I hoped it would be. So this promo for this match will stand the test of time. I guarantee it. This was... This... The, the storytelling, Ugh. the anger, the hatred, the low blows, <laughs> everything that happened in this match. First and foremost, they let this go on for 40 minutes. As they should have. I was hoping for an hour. I'm not going to lie to you. I was but hoping me, for a full hour. Let me ask you, has there ever been a match this long at an NXT TakeOver pay-per-view? Maybe. There's been a whole lot of them at this point. I'm sure they've had some long matches, but 40 minutes still. The funny thing with this, the Raquel Gonzalez and Io Shirai match was only less than 13 minutes, but it felt like a 25-minute match. It was just, it was great. It felt like time had slowed down watching this match. Watching Kyle Riley, Adam Cole felt like a five-minute match. It flew. And it's it's crazy to me how both those matches worked in the exact opposite way. Yes. No, they the, the NXT is really good with that. Yeah. But this here, this match, I, I even texted you this, and I will say this on the podcast. The worst part about this match is that this is not the main event match on night two of WrestleMania in front of 60,000 people. And then my response was yet <laughs> because I I had mentioned this on our go home show for this last week that I feel like tonight and last night were send offs for both EO and Adam Cole. I have a strong suspicion that both of them are going to be on either raw for SmackDown, come next week. It's Raw and SmackDown after Mania. Moves are going to happen. We're going to get surprises. That's just my that's just my feeling on this because the O'Reilly Adam Cole saga is done. They 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 cannot continue this. Let it die because this was a fantastic way to end it. Cole left on a stretcher. So now anybody who doesn't watch NXT and just watches the main roster, they're going to be like, oh, my God, who's Adam Cole, baby? And they'll, then they'll we'll be inducted into his amazingness. And then Kyle can go on, maybe challenge Karrion Cross now for the title, or he can go and recover with Bobby Fish for a while. Who knows? Roddy also has disappeared off the face of the planet. So, again, I would not be surprised if he also showed up come Monday or Friday. So, we'll see. We will see. Um, 
But this match had so many great spots. There's oh. so many what the fuck moments. I really yep. want. Sorry, I want to focus some a bit on this match. Scott. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's forty minutes of carnage. Yes, please, sir. So between and there were t- the chains. The clothesline by the chain. Mm-hmm. Amazing. The amount of chains. The TV to the face. Yes, out of nowhere. <laughs> When they fell through the stage, I thought glass broke. <laughs> I, I sent out a tweet about that. I'm like, so I'm like, they done broke the stage, but the commentary table's like, nah, dog. Because they did a standing or a, a stalling suplex, and the table said, did something hit me? Like, it did not budge at all. But yet, they kind of fall onto the stage, and the stage explodes. Then Adam Cole decides to super kick the side of the stage and opens the stage up. That way, so they can escape. So I'm like, did we use the wrong type of materials here tonight? But even Wade Barrett was like, he was like, this, this thing held on for once. They used that impact budget. Oh, 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 oh. We still can. We can make those jokes still. Of course we can. So. So, yeah, there was there was that there was I I loved when both of them were sitting in the chairs, just beating the snot out of one another. That was that was great. Again, I don't think. Anything. For a long time is gonna top what we because even like like let me you and I have both been a mania, separate manias. Yep. And we remember moments that were bone chilling. Yep. Either whether it be because it was something exciting or it was just, you know, the tent. The fact that they almost had no commentary. As they were showing them walk out to the ring, it was quiet. Yeah, they all had extra security. I was just like, and then they come out, and then the bell rings, and they both don't move right away. I know they just stood there, just stared at one another. I'm just like, who's gonna make the first move? <laughs> that. Was a phenomenal buildup. Mm. The way they executed this match, and again, and again, you, you know, Adam Cole, like I said, will be the face of WWE. Mm. He will be. You know, I I do not think if he goes to the main roster this week. There is no way he's Triple H isn't looking at his father-in-law going, don't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that being said, ever and not that he's ever been bad, don't get me wrong, but ever since he wrestled Finn in that first match, he's proven himself. And this match... Whether you like his character, whether you don't like his character, his fucking in-ring ability 
is borderline untouchable now. Yeah. He is he's an immortal. He is he's just like if Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole both deserve a lot, but I would even give Kyle O'Reilly that much more because everyone knows who Adam Cole. Adam Cole came into this company with a name. Not that Kyle O'Reilly didn't, but Kyle O'Reilly had a lot more to prove. Yes. And he proved it. Yep. So, that being said, fuck, man. This is going to be one of the ages. And like I said, yeah. I, we were, we're going to have to look at this after we get off the show. But this might be the longest takeover match, or if not, one of the longest. Oh, yeah, definitely one of the longest ever. Definitely. Uh, it uh, just flaw, flawless. Top to bottom. This match is just going to be untouchable for years to come. Yeah. But Scott, guess what? What? We're not done with this weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> we've, we've only just begun. <laughs> that laugh, uh, the only thing I could think of when you did that laugh is I'm thinking of Hook, where they have the pirate, and they're dangling the thing. It's, in, it's the pirate's Glenn Close, and they're like, Put him in the boo box. No, the boo box. Not the boo box. Not the boo box. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to watch that movie again. I love that movie to death. Best <sighs> Peter Pan movie ever. Thank you. Other than the animated one, yes, 100%. Best live action one. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Such a... God, you know, rest in peace, Rob. Ah, Robin well, Williams. Without getting too much more distracted, guys, thank you for listening. Mm. WrestleMania week has just begun. We have the SmackDown study in our go-home show coming up later on in the next couple of days. And if you guys do not already do so, please follow us on Twitter at meter underscore battle. You can find myself as DSLB official, Scott at Scotty J Stream, and our new member, Jerry as the Jinxist. That's J-I-N-X-I-S-T. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bedlam Media. We are on all streaming platforms, including Pandora now. So yeah. Listen to Pandora. Uh, you can find us. Um, don't forget to like, share, comment, leave a review. Tell people why you like listen to Bedlam Media and why Above the Ring is a podcast that they need to be listening to. Guys, thank you for listening. This has been Above the Ring. It's our NXT TakeOver Stand Deliver post show. Once again, follow us. And do not forget, as always, to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? 
Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.